Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I happen to be here in Branson, Missouri, uh, enjoying a little time with my wife on a little vacation. And I thought I would uh, shoot this little uh, video, and the title of this is Don't Expect Too Much. And the, I got the title uh, when I was uh, visiting a small uh, sports team, one of my workers coaches a sports team, and I wanted to go visit and support him and these uh, kids were like five six seven years old I think maybe eight in that age bracket and I observed something that uh, was really kind of uh, disappointing I saw some grown men looked like being dads and they were just yelling at the top of their lungs and throwing down their clipboards and really getting in the faces of these six and seven year little boys because something had gone wrong in the sport. And I'm thinking, buddy, you're expecting too much. And so I uh, got to thinking about this and got to observe that maybe from time to time, we in our business careers, we're actually expecting too much uh, from some of the people that work for us. So this is a video that might be uh, geared a little bit more towards those that have employees or those that are uh, you know, dealing with multiple people uh, in, in their own company because at some point in time you could start expecting uh, a little bit more than uh, you might uh, have trained or have your workers capable of handling. And I'm going to give several examples of that. So before you expect too much, you probably got to look inwardly at your own self and say, you know, did I hire these people right? Did I do a good job of fitting that person into the job that I have them doing? Uh, you know, I, I always joke with people and say the sport of basketball is not my sport. I'm slow. I can't jump. And I'm not, fat, I, I'm not, I'm not quick with my feet, you know. And so those, those are really not good qualities for, uh, for a basketball player. So no matter how hard I try and how um, much coaching I get, I probably uh, would have to settle for being a, a long-distance shooter. But uh, I'm not going to be good in that sport because that's not a good fit. Uh, number two, have, have, we done the tr have we completed the training? I'm not talking about just going through a little exercise, but we like to think about experiential training. So they get a chance to try what you're talking about, not just um, expressing it from uh, a verbal standpoint, but hanging with somebody so that they understand what's going on and how, uh, how to do the job. Have we given them the right tools to do the job? You know, uh, we have what we call a, a study on every part. Every time we have a failure uh, in the manufacturing company, we make an analysis that's done Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at uh, 7 or 7.30 in the morning, and it's our plant manager, our quality manager, and somebody from sales, and they discuss every single failure that came through the shop and why it happened and how to correct that. Well. Are we doing that? Are we making? Are we creating the process and the systems to to make sure we're giving our employees the very best shot at at being successful in what they're doing? You see, a lot of this hinges upon: Do we actually recognize that our employees, our workers, our fellow team members are the the most important asset that we have? Uh, I can buy equipment, but I, I I've got to train and lead my workers, my employees. Now, I said I'd give some examples here, and uh, here's three of them. Number one, 
Uh, I happen to have been raised on a farm and ranch, and I was not abused. But I will say my folks, my dad particularly, expected quite a bit of us. Uh, we were working uh, not, uh, not as slaves, not, as, uh, not in a negative way, but uh, I can remember the time I was very young and I was driving the tractor. I wanted to drive the tractor and I was so, so proud that I could announce and come home in this little pickup truck and tell my dad that we had a flat tire on this piece of equipment. And my dad looked me square in the eye and it said he expected me to figure out how to bring the tire in so he could fix it, you know. Well, was he expecting too much? Maybe. Maybe he didn't go through the training, but we were expected to think on our feet, so it's okay to expect that. I think of my first job uh, when I was working uh, in construction up in the state of Wyoming, and uh, we had a plant, a, a construction foreman, I won't name his name, he's deceased now, but it was kind of interesting to observe that uh, he would come in to coffee break and just be so critical of of uh, the workers that were underneath him. I mean, he would just absolutely um, badmouth them to us, and then go out and and oversee them in a way that was very disrespectful. And I'll tell you what: in their case, they lost respect for him, and they were just going to sit back and let him tell them every single move to make, and uh, that's not a good arrangement. Now, more recent to us is uh, I own a machine shop, and uh, we started recognizing that uh, we we're hiring people that we wanted to hire someone that was a very skilled machinist. That's pretty, takes years to become a skilled machinist. And I came to conclusion here about two months ago that we weren't being fair with some of our new hires that had no experience at all in machining, and we needed them and were willing to train them and so I made a point in this case to say, no, these are not machinists, because in our mind a machinist would be someone that really understands all aspects of making a metal part. But we started, and I purposely started naming them operators. Other people call them operators. And they're just basically people to start with that are putting parts on the machine and taking the parts off and doing the right measurements. They don't understand everything. You know, it's worked pretty well already. We've got three operators now that we hired in the last two or three months, and that's what kind of what sparks this uh, discussion is that we were expecting too much from these people and actually gave, kind of wrote them a little bit and made sure uh, they knew that we weren't happy with their performance. And in our society, they're going to quit after a little bit. So we hope that as you're growing in your business, as you're developing your skill sets, it's always a process to improve your skill sets, to improve your, your, your own abilities. I'm, I'm uh, uh, never going to be happy with my own personal skill sets, and I hope to be gaining uh, lessons and, and, and experience myself. And then I expect that uh, those that are working for us would be gaining the experience also. It's kind of hard to, um, to be happy with somebody that's not wanting to learn. So that's kind of a prerequisite around me is if, 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 you're, if you're trying, if you're willing to, to make an extra effort to learn, we're willing to teach. And I think that's something that's valuable to all. Well, I hope this is helpful to those that maybe have employees or have workers or fellow team members. It would apply even in a co, in a peer group, if you're working side by side with someone. Let's pitch in and help sure that we're not expecting too much and we're giving them the train, training needed to, to get their job done right. Hope you're enjoying these. Be a part of inspiring better business. Thanks for being a good listener.